Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Fins Up podcast. I am your host, Mortz, and I am joined by my handsome colleague, as I am every week. Hello, Dan. How you doing, buddy? Terry, so good, mate. I'm full of excitement, despite this off-season never-ending. Yeah. Feeling good. And we are also joined by a very special guest tonight. It's production manager Dids. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, not bad, Terry. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. The reason for this uh, this podcast tonight is we we spoke last time. Uh, Dan said that we had some breaking news. We're making it onto media. We had a run through tonight. We thought we were brilliant. Look, I was brilliant. I at least one half of this has their shit together mm-hmm. you were shit terry i'm i'm gonna have to decline there you spent more time looking at my nipples than you did at the camera and uh i think you were awful in uh in all fairness boys you're both pretty bad that's what we want that's, this, that's, this yeah. is the feedback that's that we right. wanted but we we brought <laughs> what do you in... think of our podcast just as bad <laughs> we brought him in for this uh look um we need to practice so i think yeah. we can both but yeah uh, I felt good, mate, and you're right. I was looking at you a bit too much. But yeah, that's just come natural. Yeah, look, it was it was a natural glance as well, and I'll kiss you later. Uh, let's talk some footy though. It's the off season that never ends. We've got player movements. We've got uh, what, what's an off season without cocaine? I wouldn't know. And no, absolutely not. It's only three sleeps till NRL season for me. Yes, that's, that's exactly right. And, uh, look, but where, where do we start? Where do we start? Let's start with the draw. That was a big news to come out of this week. Yeah. We'll touch, we'll touch on this more later, but, um, it's good to know which games will win and lose because, being a Sharks fan, we can tell which games we're going to win already. I had a look at the uh, the draw and, and people turned around to the predictor on how hard our draw was. And I looked at, you know, apparently we've got the fourth softest draw. I had a look at our opening 10 weeks and just thought, fuck me. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You, you never know. Nearly completely different today than they were this time last week. Yeah. Anything could happen between now and then. Yeah, that is true. Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, the first 10 weeks were supposed to be about Sean Johnson and it is just an awful draw as a Sharks fan. When do we play the Tigers? Um, that I don't know. I just sort of, I sort of looked at it and just went, I am, I'm in shock at the moment. That's all right because the reason I bring that up is because it's an easy win, obviously. But if we lose, I'll have to uh, dig underground for a couple of days yeah. after the crap I've talked this week. So I brought up our opening 10, 10 games. We've got the Dragons away, which is at Cogra, where we both play anyway, and we own that stadium. Uh, Raiders at home, Power away, Cowboys at home, Roosters away, Knights away, Dogs at home, Storm away, Panthers away, Rabbitohs at home in uh, Magic Round. That's our opening 10 games. And apparently we have one of the easiest draws. I'd hate to say... Well, look, we finished eight, so the 17's better than us mm. and 18's worse than us. So I think that's how they, they mark it. But, you know, the Titans are going to be better this yeah. year. Yeah, and I um, mean... I. I like what the dogs have done, even though they don't have Matt Burton at the moment. They, they like might. I still think they will. Before, although I thought that before today's news broke, that they would have Matt Burton. Now I think he's going to have to play centre all year. Yeah, that's exactly right. I, I, you, you don't want to go with Tyrone May. Oh, he started the grand final. Look, sure, I only played particularly well. They've still got Dean Fire as well. Look, the talk was that they re-signed Burton to play centre, so I don't know what the plan was. Yeah. So maybe this was one of those roosters, oh, we got a bit of cap trouble. Yeah. Mm, you know, oh, coincidence, test the positive, seeing in two years when Burton's at the Bulldogs. I'm not saying that's what happened, but I'm not saying that's not what happened. Yeah, let, let's talk about Brent Naden as well. I don't think he's going to get two years because the NRL changed the rules a lot after the Wendell Saylor. 
um, when he got done for it. And you got to remember, Ben Barber got done twice and only got twelve weeks. That's true. Look, I you know I, I think I think the worst thing about it is Barber's came after the grand final, whereas Nades came on the day of the. Grand... That that's what I couldn't believe. So you're playing. You're saying that he had he was on the sniff before he ran out there. It's what I, I think Buzz Rothfield tweeted was on the sniff the night before, and I mean if 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 you've got if you've got nerves, I, you don't want that. Is conspiracy theory here? Is that why he was dropped because of his partying ways? Not saying they knew what he was doing, but well, he sat on the. Was he dropped for the semi final, or did yeah, he just he was sit on the, on the bench? bench and he didn't play a yeah. single minute. I oh. thought he looked good when he came on. I think the Panthers played better. Oh, yeah, loads there. of energy. Yeah, it's a, now we know all. <laughs> yeah. He, he was in, he was in there at half time, wasn't he? Like I I, I was shocked because uh, well not that shocked because he'd been in rehab. He, he's had a tough season, you know that racial stuff happened. Look, I don't really want to comment because I I don't want to come across as harsh. But I mean, he had to be pretty stupid the night before a grand final. If there's a time they're going to test your piss, it's after the grand final. Yeah, the other thing as well that really pissed me off about this today as well, and again I've got to stay out of the Facebook comments, but people were talking about. Brent Naden's judge of character, and now they're saying that well, that racial abuse probably didn't happen. He just made it up. Uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's Facebook, man. Nothing to do with anything. That that like you said, stay out of fucking Facebook. Comments. Yeah. Um, off season for the uh, the transfers as well. There's been a lot of player merry go round. Who's going to go? Who isn't going to go? We're talking Matt Burton has signed on the November the second, twenty twenty, to play for the Bulldogs in twenty twenty two. Um, early release may not happen. Josh Adokar is meeting with every team under the sun, but wants to go to the Rabbitohs. Um, and Cronulla don't seem to be signing anyone. No, we're still linked with Corey Allen. I think all our eggs are in the fullback basket, which I like. Happy with that. Benji looks like he's going to sign in England, which is fine. We've got Tolman with you know that need. The re-signing of Trindle fills yeah. the halfback need, and I think that he should start the year at halfback. I don't think he will, but he should. So I think we've done some pretty good business, but we're, we're missing a fullback. Who knows? This time next week, who knows who's going to be on the yeah. bloody open market? Talking about uh, fullback business and, and good, Kyle Iroh came from nowhere. I I didn't know that had happened yeah. until you sent the photo and said, hey, look, it's Kyle Iroh. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, he's a, he, Kyle Iroh? he's a train and trial deal at the moment, probably going to get a development spot. Uh, Caleb Milne is, uh, is seen in the photos, but he doesn't have a contract at the moment, so I don't know if he's going to become a Jets player. Um, Franklin Pele. Can we talk about that guy? He's big. He's real big. He's got to play. What I don't, yeah. What I don't understand is last year he was on a development contract, and so was Vasquez, and he gets Vasquez gets the jump. This year Vasquez is back on the development contract, but Pele's been promoted into the top thirty. I think Pele's the long term option. He's he's a monster. We we ran into him at Newtown, and he looked every bit the front row forward. Is he still nineteen? Yeah, I I ran into him at Hurstville, and look, he's. He's not real tall, but he's as wide as a car. He's big. He, he um, apparently he's real quick too. Yeah, I think they, someone said he looked like a, a younger Fenua Blake. Hope he's a bit fucking smarter than Fenua Blake, but I like. Yeah, I hope like he doesn't punch his missus. I like that comparison on field. Yeah. So this is the sort of shit we can't put on YouTube. So. Yeah. Well, uh, that's unlucky. The fans are going to miss out on the goal. They they're going to well, miss out on the goal. I'll say whatever I want. It's true. Fuck you, Daniel. I'm loving, I'm loving the Pele. Yeah, I know you don't mean that. Yeah. Your your mouth says fuck you, though. I say fuck me. Yeah. Oh, um, mate, I'm I'm excited. I'm just I wish um, the big bash and hurry up sort of give me something to focus on before the football starts again. Where do we go to with John Morris? Oh, I don't, they need to make a decision. They need to back him until he's gone. I know that sounds ridiculous, but there's no reason to sack him now because there's no one on the market who needs to be signed now. But again. 
it looks like they made the decision and he's not going to be there. He's what his agent said. I want a contract, and Cronulla said no. He the the talk coming out of Cronulla is he approached them during COVID when. You know, Smart, everyone's got heaps of money during COVID. Yeah, when purse strings are tight, Cronulla turned around and said, go away, focus on the 2021 mm, season. Stop being so handsome. Um, yeah, and the thing for mine is, I the, I don't feel any pressure from Cronulla to re-sign him. Yes, he's done well. Perhaps he's overachieved. He's had a really young squad. I get all that kind of thing now, but we're talking about a team that's coming, that's going to be one of the biggest players in the, in the open market. Now, I know that you want to have your coach settled, but at the same time, if we're going to be one of the biggest players in the open market with the checkbook, you also want to make sure you get the right decision for the coach as well. There's no harm in Cronulla speaking to every single assistant coach, interviewing every single assistant coach, putting the feelers out there to any coach that's got a contract at the moment, and speaking to the coaches that are off contract. Absolutely. You can have 30 interviews and turn around and go, you know what, not one of them impressed me. We can still speak to John Morris in eight weeks' time into the season. And even if we go 10-0, and 0, which is hugely unlikely we don't play you know shit teams every week mm. no one's going to sign John Morris yeah. in those opening 10 weeks it's like Chad Townsend it's we a, rushed into that re-signing we, we don't need to rush into the John Morris re-signing we don't it, it, exactly right there's a lot of people on Facebook that are saying the decision needs to be made, down, made now yeah. I'm impatient and I tend to agree but when I sit and think about it a decision doesn't need to be made today doesn't need to be made in the first 10 rounds by round 20 next year yeah at, at hopefully as we get into the finals I want to know who our coach is the next year because that is when you're gonna your big names are gonna sign contracts. Yeah, look, lots of people are saying in terms of recruitment, you know, how are you gonna attract players with recruitment? We've got one of the best in the business in Darren Mooney. Okay, Darren Mooney can sell the club. Darren Mooney can sell the setup. You've got legends that have come back to the the coaching staff who can then jump in there and talk to you about. It. We'll talk about the the coaches that we're talking about in a minute, but I still think that we don't need we we don't need to rush the decision. We need to make the right decision. And when you're making a right decision in terms of a coach for the next three to five years, it's got to be right. You know, you go and re-sign Morris, you know, tomorrow, and then Wayne Bennett comes out and says, well, I never got an interview from Cronulla. Exactly. What do you do? we, we got we to gotta play this. And, 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 you know, Wayne Bennett's saying he's got three more years left in him. Why not? Why not have a chat to him and see if he wants to end his three years at Cronulla? It couldn't hurt. We've I got a squad. I don't think we've got the money um, or the... Um, I won't go there. Yeah. I think we got the money. The hot secretaries. Exactly There's plenty of girls down at Cronulla. You know. <laughs> look, oh, look, yeah, absolutely. That, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this thing. If you can bang a girl from Cronulla, so I can wind better. Yeah. Is that fair, dudes? Oh, uh, yeah, fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Glad we brought him on. Yeah. <laughs> I am. There yeah. are people out there that find Dean attractive. Yeah. Mm. I'm watching the DMs. Yeah. I'm going to cry in the yeah. John Morris has my support until he loses it, which could be round one, the way I flip-flop. The, the, the thing for mine is today people were saying, oh, one week I love John Morris and one week I hate him. That's why you don't re-sign him. That's it. Well, listen to our podcast. Yeah. After every single loss, we hated him. After almost every win, we loved him. Yeah. That the, says it all. The other thing as well is, you know, people go, look at the pros and cons. Look at the player development that have come through. Yes, we've blooded loads of rookies. Yes, we've given lots of people their debuts. Yes, he's improved some players. Our attack has gotten better under him, right? Our youth has gotten better under him. Our discipline has gone backwards. Mm-hmm. Our defense is fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. You can't rush this decision. You can't. We missed 97 more tackles than the Bulldogs, who were the second worst, or whoever the second worst were. Mm. I shouldn't say the Bulldogs, but fuck them, the Bulldogs. We were worse than the Bulldogs. 100 tackles worse than the Tigers last year. 
you you want to say something as well? Brisbane were the worst offensive team in the competition. They had a better tackle efficiency than us. That's ridiculous. It is. Our missed tackles were on the line more times than not. Yeah. Soft tries. Honestly, every time I stupidly go back and watch highlights of games we lost, should just stick to the ones we win. Almost every try is frustrating, and you think they shouldn't have scored. Then you don't get that with the Roosters. Like if they if they can see the try, like God, they had to work hard for that. Cronulla can be twenty. Apart alive. from when George Williams ran over the top of Tedesco. That's pretty funny. That was funny. That's funny. You've, you've totally... You've, I have. Just, let's just stop there. But this is what we do, Dan. This is what we do. It's true. I've got to contradict you at times. Tedesco, I thought you were going to go with the Radradra one, but... Radradra? Was it... No, it wasn't Radradra. No, it was he the other Fijian bloke. Ago. Yeah. The other Fijian Whoever the Fijian is on... From Parramatta. Yeah, he, he murdered Tedesco. Yeah, I remember that. And then Tedesco was really hesitant about tackling. That's it. Who, who is that? Help me out here. I, uh, I can't even think of his name. But the guy with the massive calves. That's him. What the fuck's his name? <laughs> yeah, it'll come to us soon. Yeah. Um, Mick Acevo. That's it. Yeah, Acevo. never that's heard it. that. Jesus God, Christ. We're out of yeah, oh my God. It's the off season, isn't it? We've got beers. A, you put a camera in front of me and I'll turn to shit. That's fair. Uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, Lewis and Gallon coming back to the club? Oh, I like it. Luke Lewis, anything he touches turns to gold. He's got two premierships, a Clive Churchill medal, and he's the nicest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. Beat Cantor. Smash Cantor. Even even more heroically led us to our first premiership victory. Uh, Gallon comes with a lot of negativity and distractions, but overall, I think it's a good move. I don't like it. No, I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, you? I don't like 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 Josh Hannay, like the Josh Hannay signing. I don't like it. Um, I think we're talking about how bad our defence is, and we go out and sign Paul Gallon to be our defensive coach, to be our ruck coach and our forwards coach, and we've gone out and signed Luke Lewis to be our edge player now that's fine I don't even know what an edge specialist is let him do the job it's probably it's Luke Lewis obviously yeah, yeah, that, yeah. The, that's a job for the boys and I'm cool with that yeah. but our defensive coach is Paul Gallen I don't really see how that's I, I don't see how that's going to help us in any way shape or form he made a lot of tackles in his career yeah um, I don't know if I'd go the stitches grabbing technique that, mm-hmm. he, that he perfected or the penalty giveaway in Costas game against the Roosters one night when I was really drunk and Angry technique, yeah, um, very specific. I know, but or, like, or the uh, racial abuse of a player as well. Pro- I probably wouldn't go there. There's a lot board. of things he probably shouldn't pass on, but you know the guy lives and breathes Cronulla. Oh yeah, but that's, so... there's there's loads of people like Ben Pomeroy lives and breathes Cronulla. I wouldn't fucking bring him on as a backs coach. <laughs> no, that's you know a what I mean. Point. Like I I just I just feel that whilst whilst we all want John Morris to succeed, they could have gone out and done a lot more. Like just just the Josh Hannay signing fill you with any confidence no we needed a super experienced yeah. former first grade coach as assistant yeah, to help cool. guy did break this one all no pressure Gallon and Lewis <clears throat> I uh don't fence sit if I may sit on the fence for a moment people yeah no no uh, look, I do agree that Luke Lewis would be great coaching the backs uh in terms of Gallon coaching the defence like you said, you know, he, d- he did make a lot of tackles in his time. Um, I just, I, yeah, I don't really see it. He's not really known as a massive defensive player, like greatest defensive player ever. He'll teach our guys to run fucking, run yeah. hard, which is great, but, you know, yeah. you don't rush up for if, tackle, do you? you gotta... If you if you wanted to get a guy who had made a thousand tackles as a defensive coach, can I sign Dallas fucking Johnson? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. He never missed one, did no, he? No, he, he, he very rarely missed it, but this whole off-season for mine for Cronulla... Tony Grimaldi was our strength and conditioning coach. He always now our strength and conditioning coach at the Bulldogs, who was soft as puppy shit. Yeah. Had a lot of heart. We also got someone from the Dragons. 
high performance manager. Now, the last time we got the high performance manager from the Dragons, we won the competition. Hopefully, that's an omen. Yeah, okay. But in terms of high performance in the Dragons for the last three years, not really feeling. It doesn't really go in yeah. without a not a high performance. Yeah. And, and Josh Hannay, like, he took over the Cowboys, didn't get an interview for the main head role that, that uh, Todd Payton got. That's a big one for me. I, don't, I still don't get that. We've had yeah. two weeks to digest the last time we had a chat. Yeah. I don't get that at all. And yeah. that must be a, he's a really good bloke. Guy me a gorilla's legend. Yeah. Hero of the Shire. Look, the, the disgusting rumour that came with that is that they're preparing for Paul Green to be the head coach. Yeah. That's, that's an, that's, I would sign Josh Morris, uh, John Morris tomorrow if it meant we never had to see Paul Green back in Cronulla. Well, unless it was to cop an L as an opposition coach. That, that's a good point. I, yeah, I, I can't rule it out. It, mm. it makes sense. The Hannay thing. I mean, he and Green had mm. plenty of success up there together. Yeah. It just makes sense, doesn't it? I, I, don't, I don't hate it, but I don't like it either. I just... I don't want to be talking about the coach. Yeah. Like, it's just... You, you're building up to a new season. We've signed a, you know, a, a decent prop who's played a shitload of games and should fix a lot of our middle. And everything's focused on the coach because that's what Cronulla have let it become. Yeah. And the other thing as well is with the Aiden Tolman signing, now let's have a look. The There's been a bit of a prop merry-go-round. Joel Fengawi's gone to the Tigers, which has allowed Josh Alloway to go to Manly. And everyone's shitting on Cronulla, despite the fact Aiden Tolman had better stats than both of them combined this year. He'd be, he be both quite convincingly, yeah. and he's a lot cheaper, I'll tell you now. Yeah, Joe Fangawa didn't win a game this year. No, he... That was pretty funny. I won 15. Yeah, Mole go on, Molly. I'm fucking... He's the reason, reason they lost. I, I, I don't think the Tigers have... Look, I, I don't rate Alloy. No. I didn't even know who he was. I thought he no. was 12. Yeah, until a couple and weeks I, ago. I didn't even know who Alex Twole was. No, until the, the Twitter jokes were yeah. right? When they were, when they said uh, Alex Twole is your favorite prop's favorite prop, and I was like, "Who the yeah, fuck is who, that?" Who is this bloke? He, he may, you know, he can tackle okay, good on him, but I don't think Alloy is a big loss. I think he fucking just jerked off all over the Tigers on the way out. Hilarious, but yeah. disgusting at the same time. And they've replaced. I don't think Gowie's much better. He's better at all. They've replaced Adam Fanua Blake with Josh Alloway, and they're taking a shit on Aiden Tolman. I just, I think people need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. right, I like the Tolman signing. Yeah. I will die on that hill. Yeah, I, I like think it. he's a like for like. Um, now talking about former players getting jobs at a coach, uh, with, with a coach at, at their club, uh, Darius Boyd has signed on at the Brisbane Broncos as their backs coach. Yeah. And the first thing they did was go out and sign Dale Copley, David Mead, and Albert Kelly. Albert Kelly. Albert Kelly. We got those who missed it. Did we had a roundtable here and we invited Richie on. Um, nice guy, just a little you know, idiot. Right, you know, a little strange when he comes to football. Really, we, we, lots of money though. Lots of money, Rich. Lots of money. Well. Thank you, Rich, for my issues. Yeah. Um, and my car. We we pretty much said like if you could bring any player in, who would it be? And we were saying like, oh, you know, ridiculous. Aiden Caesar. Yeah, you know, Adam players Reynolds. that would help the football team. Yeah. And he said Albert Kelly, and we looked at him thinking, ah, oh, where's the joke? Dead serious. Yeah, dead serious. He he thought, and and now there's talk that Albert Kelly could be the Broncos number seven. That's fantastic. That for is me. great. Look, I like the bloke. I, I like he was Albert exciting Kelly, as hell. And his off his his, his off field was just as entertaining as his on field. It was the amount of times that guy got chucked out of Northeast is astronomical. Yeah, look, Albert Kelly did have some moments with us, and he had he had some good seasons over in the Super League. But geez, if you just come if you just come from the wooden spoon. Is Albert Kelly your answer? Well, I don't think he's the answer, but I don't think they can go any worse, put it that way. I mentioned the word Super League and your eyes lit up. 
I was gonna I was gonna launch into the Super League because um, that is the greatest ending to a grand final you will ever see. As a Wigan fan, it sucked, but I just want to point out that Bevan French was their fullback of the year. He doesn't make any fullback except maybe the Broncos this year down our level. He's their best fullback, and I had people in my mansion saying it's equal quality. No, it's not. It's nowhere fucking near equal quality. You got a guy. I would have Bevan French over Will Kennedy. Look. I don't. Um, okay, I'll give I'll give you that. Maybe two, three tops, and this is their best fullback. I go back to Blake Austin, who was a decent first grader, but not. You know, he'd have two good games and three bad ones. He went over there and set a record as their player of the year. Then yeah. next year, it's not like he had three years to develop and wasn't an eighteen-year-old who just became good. This was a fucking. Rick Letelli went over there and earned better part of a million dollars a year. Jackson Hastings played more New South Wales Cup than he did first grade and has a man of steel. It's Two not, grand final losses as well. He's not... Although, in, in saying this, the way that Jackson uh, Jackson Hastings is playing at the moment, I'll take him over Chad Townsend. He does. Oh, yeah. um, but yeah, if anyone missed that ending to the Super League grand final, get on YouTube, have a look at it, have a look at the highlights. That was... Uh, I mean, first of all, the strike from Tommy Makinson <laughs> from 40 out from, from your winger and then it hit the post. I, I don't... I mean, I don't know what more Bevan French could have done. Because if he launches himself at the ball and misses it, they're going to score anyway. Standing there and looking at it was probably a bad, you know... <laughs> not the greatest thing. To not do. the best thing. You It had some shades of Val Holmes there for us. It did. I loved it when the camera deadpanned on Thomas Lulawa, who was just sitting there and you just see him go, fuck off. <laughs> like, how did that happen? It was, it was very unfortunate. Look, French, yeah, we probably are being a little bit... I would have liked to see more... From him though, he didn't dive at the ball. He didn't try and punch it. Yeah, he didn't he do just, anything. He just watched the guy score the match-winning try after the bell yeah. at four all in a grand final. So um, I watched I watched that part of the grand, and I think the penalty leading up to making it four all there was there's a penalty for a high shot on uh, John Lomax, mm-hmm. which wasn't a high shot at all. William were really harshly done by, and then there was another high shot on John Lomax that came off the ball into his face and they gave a penalty for it. So you're saying we were screwed? I'm saying it was two penalties that weren't penalties. Gotcha. I, I actually didn't see the game. My um, my son wanted to watch wrestling, so I... Uh, yeah, and I mean, fair play to Lachlan Coote. He's an incredible goal kicker. Another player who has was a good player, Yeah. regressed to an absolutely horrible player, went over there and now he's a super Loads player. of injuries, though. The, and and it, was, it was lots of niggling, injury, uh, niggling injuries for Lachlan Coote. And I, I remember him when they were saying that he he's, he bruises easily and he gets really stiff. But going over to England where it's always cold, he's always got you know access to ice packs. That's so he walks he outside. Very, yeah, very rarely he misses a game now. Let's go for roll in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> Look, um, I, I don't begrudge Lock and Coot. I'm yeah. quite a fan of his. But again, he doesn't make me first grade. Um, I will say this. I haven't heard ever of the guy who won the Man of Steel this year. He's a hooker from Hull who didn't even make the finals. No, I couldn't even tell you, mate. I think. I don't think. It was very finals. difficult to follow this year with all yeah. the stop-start. And they really, their, their games were, shut, were cut too. They were 60 minutes or 60 seconds. Yeah, and, then, and you also had a look that some teams played more games than others. And there were games midweek, like 2 o'clock yeah. on Wednesday to get games in. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. But I think the NRL, we, we were almost, we had, what, four or six weeks off, and yeah. then we ran a normal competition. Yeah. And there, there is a difference between how Australia handled COVID and how the UK handled it. Look, at the definitely, we, yeah. we've been very lucky in that regard. But the AFL, even 
they reduced quarters. Even the grand final was like a 60-minute game. Yeah. And all the scores were real low. And everyone's like, oh, why aren't they kicking as many goals? We take 20 minutes of playoff someone, they're yeah. not going to score as many points. That's AFL fans for you. Yeah, that's Victorians for you. It's Victorians for you. Yeah, they stuffed the whole country and then they stuffed their own game. Thanks, and they didn't even get their grand final this year, which is even funnier. Double funny. That's our AFL bash for the... Uh, yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, oh, we'll, we'll have to think of some more next we'll week. Will. Mate, speaking of $25,000 wins on the pokies. Yes. What a segue. What a segue. What the fuck? Didn't that, everyone was talking about it. Yeah. Who's the fuck? I, I, I mean... I hated the Buzz Rothfield piece that said for all those people who won a Christmas bonus as a guy on 800 grand who won $25,000 in the pokies. So fucking what? Who cares? He was at Byron Bay having a slap with his mates and he won 25 grand. Good on him. I don't begrudge him. Well, what's the difference between that and when the cheese won 60 grand on the horses? Well, you know, Buzz Rothfield. Yeah. The guy drinks and yells at kids playing football on the weekend. That's fair. And he wants to fucking judge people. Yeah, and the, I mean, the, I think the worst part of that was the fact that Corey Norm was actually hanging out with Bryce Cartwright. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. If you get oh. there's a, there's a who's who of people that you don't want to be hanging around, and one of them is Bryce Cartwright. Did you see though the next day that Buzz wouldn't bag Norman, but he bagged Moylan for hanging with Norman? Yeah, and I I, I kind of get where it's uh, where what Buzz was saying there in the fact that you know Matt Moylan's talking about training with Roger Fabry. And he's, you know, he's putting in the hard yards, he's in the gym, he's getting his body right. This was on a Friday night. It, what, you know, what do you want from him? You he's he's a human. Exactly right. People are going to go out. And mm. when is ever saying, hey, to a footballer, hey, you know what, young footballer who's really good looking and got heaps of money, you should stay home all the time. Yeah. That's going to fucking end well. Nathan Cleary. Yeah. I mean, Corey Norman and Matt Moylan have a history of friendship that stems back to Moylan being in... Penrith and Norman being wherever he has travelled around. They've got that history of friendship with James Seguiaro and yes, it might be controversial or whatever but it's just it's eight dudes hanging out playing pokies. Exactly. What what does it matter? I mean, if I win that 25 grand, what does it matter? It doesn't. It doesn't matter to anyone. Twitter Uh, just went fucking crazy. That's all I I loved it. They're great fun. And that, that, video, that, vi- that video of him going 25 grand, what's up? Fuck it. Yeah, exactly yeah. right, Corey. What is up? Take that 25 grand, shove it in people's face. Who cares? Are you, when just you heard... Through the pokies. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, That's probably where it went. He should have suited it. So I, I won the 25 grand once. If I use that 25 grand reinvest, yeah. I could come out with 300. This yeah. is crazy. Yeah, that's and, the sort of decision I would expect Corey Norman to make. Too. Yeah, and and I'm I'm telling you, the worst thing that Corey Norman ever did was allow his mate to put that on Twitter because the first thing that the Byron Bay drug dealers were doing was going, "What pub was that? <laughs> that's what if every if ever a son needed a drug test, something, it was that it fucking was that, pub. It was that, those those five to six. Yeah. As soon as that happened, Saturday jumped, morning, their phones they would have been sitting there going, "Please don't come and find us. Please don't come and find we us." We jumped in the DM straight away saying, "Someone's pissing hot tomorrow morning." Yeah. When I heard that someone got done with cocaine today... Yeah, I was expecting it to be one of them. Just saying, that's, that's where my mind is. Going back to Brent Naden, Danny Widler, the fucking germ, talks about it and talks about his rehab and goes, these stories aren't linked, and then has a go at everyone on Twitter who called him a grub. He's a grub. He is a verified piece of shit. Yeah. I, I've had some... Uh, not I've, tried to defend, I've, I've tried to defend Danny Widler recently because he has taken that mantra of being a complete fucking tosser and every now and then he does put out those good news stories and he you know I, I guess he kind of realised his persona wasn't perceived properly today just sent him back to the stone ages my big problem with him was when he 
accused Ben Teo of knocking his girl around. Yeah. Then it came out that it was absolute fabricated garbage. And he just interviewed Ben Teo one day at a press conference. Like, hey, Ben, how's your weekend? And Teo just looked at him and pretty much told him, fuck off. Yeah. And Widler complained about it and couldn't understand. If someone's saying that about me, mm. and you know that it's not true as it was proven to be, how the fuck do you want him? To... Yeah. He's and... lucky he didn't beat the shit out of Widler. But it was the same as Sean Kennedy Allen, uh, Nova Paris and Ebone's daughter or niece or whatever it was, it was again he yeah. went all in on that he went all in on Kenny Dow saying Kenny Dow should be stood down never play rugby league again and then it got proven wrong he, I think he had a go with Josh Reynolds as well he wouldn't surprise me yeah. he would have been one of the ones I, I just I, I don't like that piece of shit yeah he's the sort of guy that latches on to the lowest to low well it's lucky there's a new mainstream media coming out that you know well, people, saying, people are going to get good honest opinions from people are always complaining about this yeah we're going to offer them something that Fast period, anything we've seen. Yep. Dare I say more natural on camera yeah. than anything we've ever seen. Yeah. And I mean, we're not going to have players telling us to fuck off except Chad. Uh, look, I'm, I'll sleep well tonight. Yeah. I am quite okay with that. Well, yeah, I'm good with that. Um, I think that's it. Maybe not. You look like you have something else to say. No, no, McDonald's. Yeah, still up in cans. Don't rate it. If anyone needed a full preseason, it's that bloke. The fact that. Our two starting wingers in Ronaldo and Katoa have been pictured at preseason looking lean and fit. I don't like the fact that one Ronaldo had an arm full of strapping tape and two he looked about 15 metres off his wing when he was doing his yeah, drills. Yeah, Get back yeah, on your wing. wing. Get back on that wing. Um, Get an ankle brace and zap him. Yeah, exactly right. But um, Stay in your wing! Yeah, Nene, you were given the second chance when no one wanted you. You came back, you looked lean, you looked trim, you had a decent game against the Raiders, you had all this preseason to build on it. He's not coming back till December. Yeah, well, how did he earn a fucking extended period when he, when he played 160 minutes of football? He, she, who knows? Unless it's a personal thing, he's thing, maybe his Family, partner's expecting yeah. or something. But on the surface, it doesn't look good because no. he needs a full se- off-season. We need everyone back. Uh, Fafida especially needs a humongous off season. Yeah. Moylan we need back ASAP. But I mean, not the f- running. Yeah. Just being there. The fact that we're seeing like Sean Johnson at training, Royce Hunt at training, Royce Hunt at training. Yeah. Incredible. You're seeing uh, Jackson Ferris. You know, killing it. We just mentioned we got Kyla Iro. There's all these young kids that are going to be chomping at the bit to get into our first grade team, and all the development players are there as well. Absolutely. And there's this guy in Cairns drinking sangria. It just doesn't look good. If I see him at Byron Bay, I'm fucking going to lose it. Say, mate, I don't want to be rude, but perhaps you should put the beer down and go and train. Mm -hmm. Anything else we need to add? Mate, I I think that's very good. It got a little bit off my chest. I could go on all night, quite frankly. We probably could. Um, But we're we're here with the production manager, Dids. We're talking about time frames when we're going to get onto YouTube. What are we looking at, boys? Probably going to kick off properly 2021, January 2021? Yeah, 2021, um, all things permitted. We're hoping to have a, a good solid drop just before Christmas. Yeah. So we can uh, say Merry Christmas from uh, from Terry and Dan. Yeah. But um, yeah, ideally we're going to be uh, kicking off mainstream in uh, in 2021. Have a few more episodes of analysis for you before we start um doing a weekly wrap-up. Yeah, that's it. And then we can start talking about preseason predictions, teams. We'll actually be putting our predictions to you in, in the audience. You'll be able to see it. There'll be none of this bullshit where Dan pretends that he got something right when he didn't. That's right. It's all going to be there when Dan's wrong. Well, there'll it's be gonna, video evidence. Yeah, there'll be video evidence yeah, be, of it. There will be. So when I'm correct and get all 16 teams placed correctly, there'll be no one to argue. 
All right, who's your uh, bolter for the top eight this year? Titans. Yeah, well, apart from the Titans, so that's the easy. So, we'll put me on the spot. Um, I don't think it's going to be the Warriors. I don't rate them. No, not the Warriors. I think the Knights are going to slide out, so I think someone will come in from Newcastle. And Cronulla. Uh, at, at the moment, I see us falling out of the eight as well. Well, won't be the Tigers. Definitely not. Won't be the Dragons. No, nope. I have a feeling I know where the Tigers will finish up there. Well, everyone joked that this year, and they... They finished eleven. They couldn't even. Oh, damn, they couldn't even live. They up couldn't even live up to their own meme. I don't oh, know yeah. outside the Titans. I'm just. I'm all in on the Titans. I. Uh, I actually think that Trent Barrett will do good things at the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs will improve. Yeah. I honestly can't see too many teams outside that eight getting that much better. Yeah. Maybe Manly because I don't think. No, they can no. Be I, worse. I think I think Manly is shot. They were terrible. They were terrible this year, and they lost their best player. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I'm just going. Titans. Yeah. Fuck the rules, Titans. I'll, I'll go the dogs. I think I think the dogs I don't know if they'll make the eight, but they're gonna be my bolter for that eighth spot. Yeah, that's cool. Just hedge your bets. Yeah. Um and you've already said your biggest slide for the Newcastle Knights. Yeah, Newcastle all the way down. I'm hoping it's the Canberra Raiders. Canberra or Penrith. Penrith would be nice. I don't think Penrith are gonna slide. I think Penrith are gonna be in one of them top four teams for the next like four or five years. They're gonna win a premiership somewhere, which really hurts. Oh, I hope not. Yeah, fuck I hope I not. I, it would be great if they it'd be great if they did a St Helens and lost the next five. <laughs> I wouldn't give a fuck who won. What happens Apart if from they, the Tigers? Win, they win the title? Naden pops. I don't think. I don't think. It's not performance enhancing. Yeah, and I, I mean, unless he had a hat trick and won the Clive Churchill Medal, he, he came off the bench and played twenty minutes mm. when it was twenty two nil. Well, lucky they didn't nil. win, eh? Yeah. yeah. Saved us a. Um, I did. I did put out a tweet about that today. I was like, uh, you know, player done for drugs, stripped them of their. Never mind. Oh, Never mind. How unfortunate. Never mind. Strip them of all those wins that. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, you could strip it with the minor premiership, but it's just even funny to let them have that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The TikTok didn't uh, didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, that's me. I'm out for the night. I think I think that's it for the. I think yeah. we're wrapping up for the year. The next thing, next time you'll see us, we'll you'll be a, see us. Yeah, you'll see us. Um, you won't see production manager Dids, which is probably a good thing though. He's he's too good looking. He is makes too good looking. Look yeah, it makes us look really really bad. Uh, that's all. Good night, everyone, and we will see you shortly. Fuck the tight.